Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Family farmer. I'm Doug Steffen. Yes, I am an American family farmer. I have a uh, small, uh, well, relatively speaking, 140 acres in Framingham, Massachusetts. People say Framingham. I didn't know there were any farms left in Framingham. Well, there are a couple, and I've got the cows and a couple of other folks up the street have got uh, what I have always referred to as truck farms. Uh, produce farms, etc. One of them is organic. One of them is regular. They both have CSAs. I'm about. Uh, I'm involved in building an agrohood on a farm down the street, which combines a living circumstance on a small parcel of land uh, with a working farm. We'll have cows and horses and goats there for people, and huge gardens for people who live in the complex to enjoy. The fruits of our labor, <laughs> that is the farmer's labor, as part of the way they live. So that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you? I guess if you live in New York State and there are four or five stations around New York State that carry this program, I was uh, the first part of the program always, uh, for those of you who are new listeners, is devoted to the news uh, from small uh, farming, small agriculture. Uh, so at the New York Farm Show, there was a survey that was released about the decline in New York, especially dairy. Uh, this uh, sort of is the uh, trend, the mirroring of what's going on around the country, the movement to bigger farms, which I find disgusting. And the reason that I'm doing this program is to uh, sort of uh, put the brakes on in, in terms of as much as I can do uh, with my bully pulpit here. Uh, the family farm, I specifically am aware of a place, a farm called Ideal Dairy Farm. Uh, they... Uh, have built more barns. Uh, they have uh, been able to survive a number of cows. Well, I'm, I guess looking at the stats here, looking at their story and how many cows they're milking, and then looking in general at the cow population in New York as an example of what's going on around the country, the number of dairy farms in New York has declined sharply. All you got to do is drive around. I've been doing a lot of driving this winter, as I do, well, frankly, much of the time in the wintertime as the weather permits. I go get equipment. This past weekend, I went down to Pennsylvania to pick up some corn heads for my New Holland corn choppers. And I picked up some hay, uh, some uh, hay, the round bale feeders, that sort of thing. And as I drive around, Pennsylvania still is a good dairy state. New York is, but not as good as it was uh, because of the decline since 2017. Much of it, if not most of it, has to do with government and their policies and how difficult it is for smaller farmers to survive because of the pool. I mean, there's any number of things uh, that have uh, caused the industry to change, including that dope uh, Purdue, who was the agriculture secretary under Trump, who said, uh, go big or go home. Uh, so that kind of thinking has changed. Lots of small and mid-sized dairy farms, especially in New York, do not exist any longer. But the number of cows, the number of dairy cattle has remained about the same in New York. I guess the suggestion there, even to the dullest of us, smaller farms fold their they, they fold their tent, they go away. People are doing bigger herds uh, because they can, you know, with consolidation of land and help and the fact you can use robotics, AI, all of that stuff. Uh, it's a, I, I don't know if frightening is the right word, but it's not the kind of, um, of news 
when you look at the costs that have gone up, labor, other things up about 40, 50 percent during the last, uh, uh, well, maybe five, six years. When you look at the stats, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at some of the things produced at the New York Farm Show. The decline in the New York dairy farm numbers has been precipitous. Uh, There were 9,300 dairy farms in New York State in 1999. Now there are about a third of that. And the past four or five years since COVID, it's been a real struggle because profiting from milking cows is a very difficult thing. And you'd think because it's so healthy and so important to our well-being that there would be support for paying for milk, whether it's in the store, at the farm, whatever. I've told the story many times on the air of me selling raw milk on my farm for $12 a gallon. And I could have sold twice as much as I was able to produce with the cows that I had uh, because that's what people want. People will pay for if you don't, you know, you say, well, it's too expensive to buy milk. Not if you understand how your body works and what your body needs. And so, anyway, you look at the broader trend going back to New York State with larger farms, fewer farms producing about the same amount of product, whether it is um, dairy or produce. And by the way, this data seems to mirror what's going on around the country. And that's why this program exists. I don't like it. You don't like it. It's not the way, and I'm not like in return with this now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. I just think that you can produce a better product. And it's been shown over and over again. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there are 5,000 fewer farms in New York State. And uh, let's see, about 70,000 less acres of farmland. And you drive around again and look at all of the land that's not being used all around New York. It's disgusting. Anyway, uh, 43% cost us dairy farmers 43% more now to milk a cow than it did 10 years ago. Uh, The market value of New York's agricultural products has increased by 50%. That's not going to the farmer. That's going to the middlemen, to the producers, to the Suiza family, Dean Foods, Dairy Farmers of America. That's where this comes from. I'm looking at a survey of the nation's farms. Uh, The uh, federal government every year does one of these things. takes a long time for all of us to fill it out. Uh, But uh, this uh, data reflects uh, the snapshot of farming. I don't think it's a surprise, but it's not good. That's basically the bottom line. I'm drawing a conclusion as I look at the report about some of the farms that have gone away, looking at these old dairy barns, looking at the land that isn't being used. It's really very disturbing. And so you wonder, well, what's what's Albany, the capital of, you know, what are they doing about it? They're making it more difficult for farmers, making it more difficult in any number of ways, because they don't get it. The people who run the state are in New York City. What do they know? It's like Trump. What the heck did he know about farming? He's a hamburger eater, and that's what he knows. He doesn't know anything about cows. And so, anyway, the laborers and the the liberals, not that it's bad, but the Fair Labor Practices Act has kicked a lot of farms out because they just can't afford. There isn't the money there. When you pass a bill like that, you've got to understand what the economic consequences are. And that's what is really difficult. You know, the workers are supposed to only work 40 hours a week. Well, hello, it's a farm. That's not the way it is. That's not practical. That's not. And most of the farm workers are, especially the immigrants, are happy to have a job. Not that we should make it difficult for them or make their life difficult and not pay them fairly, uh, but all these rules and regulations are asinine, ridiculous, and should not apply to uh, the farms in general. The extent of the rights of farm workers has been discussed by everybody except farm workers. All these people, oh, they're being treated to What are you paying for a, a gallon of milk, madam? Those of you who are making a big deal about this, um, it's, uh, all right. So I have gone down a, a kind of a hole. <laughs> I gave you the information yours to think about the American family farmer. Uh, one of the things that a lot of our farmers do are, uh, in terms of growing beef and, and having them available for companies like Omaha steaks, 
Omaha Steaks gets the best beef from the best sources. And right now, they're having their semi-annual sale. Get 50% off all the things on the site. Those of you on the farm know how important it is. Many of you, if you're a beef person, you don't need this uh, because you have your own. Every bite backed by 100% unconditional guarantee at Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com slash Doug. That's how you get the eight free Omaha Steak burgers. That's how you get uh, certain, well, all of the things that are there. Check out the catalog. OmahaSteaks.com. Order OmahaSteaks.com slash Doug. Elizabeth Miller is here. She knows all about losing weight for sure. She knows how Calitrin works. And because we are in the president's time, if you will, president's day, president's week, president's month, the folks at Calitrin are having what's called a President's Day 90-day meltdown. So how do people take advantage of their other products? Calitrin is the one we know the best because it works in a fabulous way. It helps millions of people, literally millions of people around the country and around the world. What's the scoop here, Elizabeth? This is so exciting because it does contain other products in it. So Calitrin works to rebuild lean muscle tissue. It's revving up your metabolism all over. It's also repairing joint pain. It's also helping with sleep and energy levels all around just working to rev up your metabolism. By the way, this meltdown package is available now. Normal price is uh, close to 400 bucks. You can buy it right now at 225 by going to toploss.com. Doug Steffen here, calling all travelers. How many of you have ever been to Las Vegas? How many of you would love to go to Las Vegas? How about going to Las Vegas two nights free? I have your attention, so right now be one of the first 10 callers right this minute to call 800-419-3684. Two free nights in Las Vegas. That's it. First 10 callers, get on board. Two free nights in Las Vegas. It's the easiest thing ever, right? First 10 callers to call 800-419-DUG. And two nights in fabulous Las Vegas is yours. No questions. You don't need to be caller 29. You can be in the first group of 10 or a dozen, and you're on board. 800-419-DUG. 800-419-3684. We've traveled the world to find a good deal. You've got it now with 541 Travels and the Doug Steffen Good Day Program. 800-419-DUG. Another news item here on the American Family Farmer. Uh, This is uh, an important FFA time, Future Farmers of America. Uh, Actually, during this next week, the National FFA uh, kicks off their um, annual focus on the next generation of leaders. I hope they change the ag world for the better. We certainly need that, need good leadership, good, strong agricultural credentials. And it's a neat way to have a career pathway placed before you. So National FFA Week this week, uh, it uh, culminates as you're listening to this program over the weekend. The board of directors designated the week-long. They've been having these, by the way, since 1948. Uh, The focus this year has been on George Washington's legacy as a farmer. Uh, He was also, uh, he made whiskey (laughs) on his farm, too. So anyway, uh, this is a great week for members all across the country celebrating the FFA, welcoming to all, and crucial to developing the next generation of leaders. So look around uh, for the FFA chapter near you and see if this week isn't a good week for you to uh, to join in uh, because the FFA chapters that I see around me are really encouraging people uh, to, uh, like I have a school nearby, Norfolk Aggie, we call it, Norfolk Agricultural, uh, it's, a, it's for high school students around the state who want to become farmers, very successful, do a great job with the youngsters. So one of the many that we celebrate. Again, this is National FFA Week, celebrated as you can in an FFA chapter near you. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. 
My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. This week's American Family Farmer Program, as you know, this program, well, maybe you don't know, maybe you're a new listener to the program, so I'll help you understand the reason, the rhyme or reason for this program is to help the American Family Farmer have a better grip on what's going on in the world of farming from lots of different perspectives. Most of the time, the people that we have here are aimed at helping you make your farm better. And maybe in this circumstance, as we continue our conversation with Christian Gilses, uh, the uh, fellow who uh, runs the, uh, he's kind of a, a radio guy in a manner of speaking. Uh, he's got a background in farm info and is the uh, reporter for the farm, the future farm, the, uh, say it again, Doug, future farmers of America association going yes. to SUNY, the state university of New York and Cobleskill. I used to own the radio station in Cobleskill a number of years ago. I am very connected to, to Cobleskill. That's a very, uh, it's a small town actually. And, uh, in a rural part, it's the first real rural area you get to west of Albany. And it's a great place for a school. It's a great campus. Uh, and so you must be excited to be there because there yes. are uh, everybody there has the same intention, right? They all want to go into farming. Yeah. So um, we have a diverse uh, perspective of agriculture careers so there's um some of my friends that want to be uh veterinarians i'm studying mm-hmm. plant science personally um and i'm very excited to dive into after i finish my uh, uh, associate's degree in plant science to dive into policy uh later on um for my bachelor's so when we talk about policy that's one of the most abused words in the uh, english language when it comes to uh, things like what farm policy ought to be about or policies toward education any kind of policy uh it's one of those words it's a term that that sort of gets people's hackles up i know it does mine especially when it comes to farming because a lot of people have come into farming and this is not about you or members of the ffa but there are a lot of folks who come in to farming who really don't know anything about farming and they try to set policy i'm thinking about politicians, oftentimes who are on various committees that set policy uh, through votes that they conduct. Uh, The farm bill is basically a policy bill, and a lot of the input to it comes from prejudiced positions. It doesn't come from real farmers. It doesn't come from a real agricultural perspective. 
And I wonder how much of that with more and more people being trained. I think the Global Skill uh, has the largest enrollment that it's ever had, the biggest class this uh, past year, if I'm not mistaken. And so that shows that a lot of people are following like a non-traditional entrance into farming, kind of like you, Christian. Yeah. Um, so actually, Cobalt Skill is experiencing a, a, a severe decline in admissions. And I feel is like it? this is something uh, that when we talk about something like policy and when we talk about um, like farming and how we could support that, I feel like... Mm-hmm the connection of perspectives. So uh, like New York City folks and New York City in general, we have so much potential to innovate that space. Uh, So it's way more than rooftop gardens and um, urban farms. Uh, Like the potential for innovation and support that we have there, the infrastructure to then support our rural farmers and connect those perspectives to then bring New York State agriculture together and uplift it and help mm. it grow um i when we hear about uh policy and and how uh frightening that could be uh for to have leaders that may not have rural farmers and all farmers together um in their minds when they're making these uh well these that's policies. that's what i was saying a few minutes ago about how clueless many of these people are who are working on policy hold on a second we'll continue another half hour of this week's american family farmer coming right up Doug Steffen here, calling all travelers. How many of you have ever been to Las Vegas? How many of you would love to go to Las Vegas? How about going to Las Vegas two nights free? I have your attention, so right now be one of the first 10 callers right this minute to call 800-419-3684. Two free nights in Las Vegas. That's it. First 10 callers, get on board. Two free nights in Las Vegas. It's the easiest thing ever, right? First 10 callers to call 800-419-DUG. And two nights in fabulous Las Vegas is yours. No questions. You don't need to be caller 29. You can be in the first group of 10 or a dozen, and you're on board. 800-419-DUG. 800-419-3684. We've traveled the world to find a good deal. You've got it now with 541 Travels and the Doug Steffen Good Day Program. 800-419-DUG. Doug Steffen here with our frequent visitor, Elizabeth Miller. She knows all about losing weight for sure. She knows how Calitrin works because we are in uh, the President's time, if you will, President's Day, President's Week, President's Month. The folks at Calitrin are having what's called a President's Day 90-day meltdown uh, so how do people take advantage of their other products? You can call us if you want to customize packages. We've always got that available. If you want to move um, some different products around, we can do custom packages by phone. Our number is toll-free. It's 1-833-TOP-LOSS. Everybody here is really great at knowing our products and getting you a custom pack that is not only affordable, that's going to work for you. And then we've also extended the big sale on our website, too. So that's at toploss.com. It's Calitrin and all the related products that we're talking about here with Elizabeth Miller from Calitrin at toploss.com. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. News update. It's primary day in South Carolina with voters heading to the polls. IVF becoming a campaign issue. Former President Trump campaigning in South Carolina Friday night saying he strongly supports in vitro fertilization. I strongly support the availability of IVF for couples who are trying to have a precious little beautiful baby. I support it. Vice President Kamala Harris responding, the vice president blaming Trump for Alabama becoming the first state to say that frozen embryos qualify as children under state law. Harris speaking in a video posted online. Donald Trump says that he wants to protect IVF. Don't get distracted from the facts. He literally is the architect of this entire crisis. What happened in Alabama is a direct result of what happened in the United States Supreme Court. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. 
Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code treat at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code treat at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right. Level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. American Family Farmer this weekend. We're talking to Christian Gilsus, who uh, is from uh, Sony, the State University of New York uh, Ag School in Cobleskill, New York. And uh, this was against the grain. I thought that there were more. I thought somebody told me. I was actually around a student that went to Cobleskill last weekend at an auction in Sharon Springs uh, at McFadden's. uh, And that's just kind of down the road from yes. Cobleskill, and he, this person had gone to Cobleskill, loved it there, and thought that the enrollment was uh, doing pretty well. So I guess I was misinformed, because you're suggesting there are fewer people there. I'll tell you, when you mention, uh, back to this ugly word called policy, uh, the state of New York is probably, if I may say, of my experience around the country, New York is the most negative when it comes to reality of farming and knowing what the realities are, because too many decisions are made by people in New York City, not by people who live in the sparsely populated, uh, uh, mostly central New York counties that had over the years fabulous dairy products, things being uh, cows uh, being raised and milk being produced, and because of the stupidity of the government of, of New York State. They've made it it's so expensive, it's almost impossible to be able to farm in New York. And uh, unless you're Amish, and they figure out ways of getting around the realities of taxation and stuff, and maybe that's what it takes. But I will tell you, uh, it's very frustrating to drive across New York and see all of the empty lands, no cows grazing, no corn growing. It's just weeds growing up. Uh, it's 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 just I'm amazed that people aren't more. Maybe you can help in a manner of speaking because I'm the uh, people have to be more active in New York State to get things turned around because of what yes. I just said. All this fallow land. So maybe as you train more people and get them connected to the issues, they can become more vocal and influence policy 
uh, so that New York doesn't continue to decline as an ag state. Yeah, so I I am very privileged in that I've had um, lots of connections with our lawmakers. Uh, so senators, the the chair, uh, both chairs of the Agriculture Committee of New York State and what they're doing, uh, they actually recently just announced that they proposed one of the largest investments uh, for agriculture in the budget uh, today, actually. Like this is Right. Like this is new news. This is OK. So what are they going to do to make it easier to run a farm, to own a farm and to try to do what has been traditionally done on New York state farms up until the Cuomo era? Shall we say the Cuomo era has been disaster for farmers in New York state? Yeah, so um, I've I've met the governor uh, a couple times, and I've I've seen her speak and and what she wants to do for. Now, what's she doing? I'm not trying. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a reporter myself now for a minute. It's nice to think that politicians are you're, you're exposed to them and you can be around them, uh, but I have seen more of the same sort of thing coming from her as I did from Cuomo in terms of being anti-ag, not farmer friendly. So they talk a good game, but what's the action plan? I would be curious to know whether you are aware, if there's something good going on, what specific, it isn't just money, it's what do you do to get people to stay in egg? What do you do to encourage the land to be used? I think that's what it takes. I don't even, I don't know that she's an upstate person or not. I remember when Hillary Clinton ran for the Senate in New York, she looked foolish when she went outside of New York City, uh, but she schooled herself so that she became acquainted with the issues, and that's how she won the Senate race in New York, because you need more than the city of New York in order to win the statewide offices. So I would go back to the question about the current governor and what she, what the action actually is. Yeah, so I was at this big uh, conversation with all these uh, farmers from different um areas of agriculture so dairy um eggs and uh beef uh even honey and uh from new york state you mean these are yes all yes in all, new york state. yep yep okay. all from new york state um yep. and the main conversation was was actually budget uh so like for example labor costs are a huge topic right now and mm -hmm. uh we're seeing how expensive it is to even run a farm so so even before like after we're already farming the land and we get started and farmers are are ready to you know do uh, to to start raising our food they're experiencing all these obstacles so and like as as you know all of this um so i i would say that one of the main things is budget and it's happening. So, uh, like our perspectives, our opinions are being uh, heard, and I feel like that's really important. So, our decisions being made though in your favor. They may hear you, but is the the old business about action speaks louder than words? Are they actually? Uh, is there some animation behind the talk? Uh, well, I I would say that our governor is from a farm, and uh, she she's expressed this. She so, sure doesn't act it, at least um, in what I've seen her. So it's good to hear a different perspective because I can't see that she's been very supportive of farmers at all. Uh, where in the state is she from? You said she she grew up on a farm, did she? Yes, uh, she she's from Buffalo. No, oh, okay. Yes. Well, listen, um, Other, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to, you know, <laughs> whenever I think about Buffalo, I think about two things. A woman that I spent seven years of my life with who was from Buffalo and all the snow that falls in Buffalo. Those are the, <laughs> I don't think about farming when I think about Buffalo. The outside, the areas outside of Buffalo, either to the east or the west or to the south. Again, you head out toward Erie and uh, there's some fabulous, fabulous farms and open land there. Uh, so hopefully we can... Uh, with everybody working together, you know, make that stuff. Uh, there's, it's a great state for uh, for uh, auctions and farm auctions and auctioneers and stuff. The problem with that is that there's so many farmers retiring and going out of business that it's becoming a you know it's becoming a great place to sell stuff. Uh, but again, it's this is going to require huge efforts on the part of government because it's gotten so out of hand. Uh, and yeah, anyway, I. I, I would love to add in and add um, that FFA is is a huge part of 
some of the issues that we're seeing um, in ag and having to solve them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so like you mentioned, the age of farmers is the average age is, is too high and we're seeing retirement um, too often. And the farmer, the amount of farmers are decreasing heavily in New York state. Um, so FFA plays a big role in it, like um, allowing these students to gain this experience and see what they love and then provide them the actual tools to go right into it. And, like it's organizations like FFA that are helping increase and solve those issues. So I think that that that's something really cool. And I'm really excited to see in the future, how many more of our FFA members are the pioneer um, and the innovators of, of FFA of agriculture and farming in New York state um, in the rural counties and everywhere uh, to help New York state agriculture grow. I'm just reading a story of a, a girl who is a high school junior out in uh, North Dakota uh, she became interested. She wasn't from a farm, but she was working. She went. She found a farm and went to work for them, and now she's raising and showing uh, pigs, which is a young lady who's a junior in high school. You wouldn't expect to be raising pigs, and she has raised three different kinds of pigs and has won awards uh, for uh, the innovation that she's presented in feeding and watering and and you watch her when she goes to the state shows brush the pigs and bathe them and exercise them uh and so she's been trained and she, this is what she wants to do for a living run a piggery i find that not many women are interested in that for sure and she's an aff member continuing in a few moments with christian gilsus it's the american family farm of the aff focusing on the ffa here we have more with Christian in a few moments. Doug Steffen here with Elizabeth Miller. The folks at Calitrin are having what's called a President's Day meltdown. What's the scoop here, Elizabeth? Calitrin works to rebuild lean muscle tissue. It's revving up your metabolism all over. It's also repairing joint pain. It's also helping with sleep and energy levels all around just working to rev up your metabolism. And then it's got another product in there called Belly Blast. By the way, this meltdown package is available now normally price is close to 400 bucks you can buy it right now at 225 by going to toploss.com if you want to be just like me when you grow up you'll take the calitrin i take the detox the belly blaster yeah that's good so <laughs> help yourself to savings go to toploss.com and when you're there you might find one of the counselors it's calitrin and all the related products that we're talking about here with elizabeth miller from calitrin at toploss.com Doug Steffen here, calling all travelers. How many of you have ever been to Las Vegas? How many of you would love to go to Las Vegas? How about going to Las Vegas two nights free? I have your attention, so right now be one of the first 10 callers right this minute to call 800-419-3684. Two free nights in Las Vegas. That's it. First 10 callers, get on board. Two free nights in Las Vegas. This is the easiest thing ever, right? First 10 callers to call 800-419-DUG. And two nights in fabulous Las Vegas is yours. No questions. You don't need to be caller 29. You can be in the first group of 10 or a dozen, and you're on board. 800-419-DUG. 800-419-3684. We've traveled the world to find a good deal. You've got it now with 541 Travels and the Doug Steffen Good Day Program. 800-419-DUG. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. 
The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, back to finish our conversation with Christian Gilsis, who's here to inspire people. If you're a parent of someone on the farm or you're a parent of somebody who's close to the food system, that's why we have these programs, mostly to focus in on how we can help farmers. And the best way we can help farmers is to encourage farming, it seems to me, and people going to the land. And that sounds like Christian's uh, his lot in life and future farmers of America as well, trying to uh, to uh, commit people, uh, individuals and groups uh, to uh, being interested in the land because we don't get the policies changed as you were talking about and get people interested, who's going to feed us? We used to be the breadbasket of the world before you were born, Christian, uh, back in the, <laughs> after uh, World War II and through the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s, we were by far better at raising crops. But be tw- because, and I wonder how you address this in school. Uh, the nuisance that has become more than a nuisance of things like Roundup, what's killing the soil. Uh, are you? How much of that stuff are you studying? Because there's a lot of influence. These people, uh, Bayer and other manufacturers of products like this, spend a lot of money. The seed people, there's four companies that control all the seed. Pretty much they're paying uh, for chairs at, uh, at schools, professorial chairs, to teach fellows like you coming along, why their programs are good, when in fact they aren't good. Are you are you able to discern that at this point? Yeah, so um, I'm, I have like experience and uh, like just verbal experience and one-to-one experience with um, some of these people that uh, lead these organizations. And it's, it's really interesting, yeah, because you would say uh, that that some of these uh, pesticides are, are very harmful. And I feel like New York State is actually doing very well in terms of leading, in terms of acknowledging that these pesticides are not great and that we need to start moving off of them slowly, um, but but also realizing that it's not realistic to just move off of them and, and just, you know, just be done because it's bad for our soil. Um, so no, just I, where did you Is that something you learned at Sony that – it having taking Roundup off the soil is bad for the soil if you do it fast. Well, no, I'm, I, it's just not realistic because uh, we can't just Why? move Why? everyone off of far- of all the farmers off of Roundup or off of other pesticides. Uh, that's just you know it's it's not well, going to work. Why? Uh, I mean we 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 can't. Uh, I, I mean I would say that we can't um, just influence everybody to to do one thing. Um, so like the the overtime education of of why these things are bad um and and um and and also we we can't just tell tell everybody that that something is bad and then tell them not to do it and then not have a solution or another well uh, there another is a solution and i that's the, the and i can't get into a long conversation with you here and i don't want to get into a debate because that's not why you're here um, we're almost out of time but i think that's the kind of stuff that it would be important to have a balance and it sounds like yes, uh, that, exactly. uh, and because of all of the the people who are running, this is the problem with education, whether it's this kind of education or any kind of education, these big companies endow chairs to teach things the way they want them taught versus the way reality actually is. So anyway, good. Well, it's yes, a good education. Yeah. I'm, we're out of time, Christian. Thank you, though. Christian Gilkes uh, from um, the FFA yes. in New York State. 
I appreciate your being here and Thank you helping for having us understand. Me. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thanks for the conversation. Take good care. Thank you. You too. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamgaday.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. teamgaday.com. teamgaday.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. Three past the hour now on this week's American Family Farmer program. Doug Steffen with a look with one eye open. (laughs) Maybe I need to have both eyes open, but the progress on the new farm bill is going so slowly, I think I only need one eye. Uh, This is a portion of the program where I give you my thoughts on things that are relevant to family farmers. Uh, This whole thing, as is usual with our political maelstrom being what it is, uh, being The can's getting kicked down the road. It's disgusting. It's uh, disappointing. Uh, It is uh, one of these things when we are faced with a reality, we've become dependent on the government to run our farms, which is bad to begin with. And now, because there's so much government involvement and interference and help in the uh, farm bills that have been used, uh, what are the pieces that, excuse me, still... The focus on certain programs, that's really where the sticking point is. Uh, Is there going to be reform in areas? Do they pull out the food lunch program? That has no business being in the farm bill. There's so many things that ought not to be in the farm bill. And one of the problems is there's a lack of leadership, a lack of understanding what's going on at the highest levels of what's going on on the farm. What does it take to run a farm? We have senators and congressmen from the farm states, but are they really, other than I can think of two or three, maybe four people in the Senate and maybe a half a dozen, maybe a dozen in the House who come from farm states who are farmers. Never mind, they just come from farm states, but they're farmers. They understand what it's like to farm, the frustration, the things that the government does that gets in the way of the you know the price support stuff and controls and you know what who's thinking about the fact that most farmers don't make any money they don't make any real money the money is in the land look at all the farmers I was talking earlier in the program about all the farms using New York State as an example uh, of the farms going out of business uh, the never mind just the produce guys but the dairy guys as well 
they're going out at rapid paces, and they're still making the same number of cows, but on these huge factory farms, which do not uh, present, in my estimation, the same quality as somebody milking, let's say, 100 cows in that vicinity. So anyway, and we're back to the political side of after the election, who's going to control Congress? Will it be the Democrats? Will it be the Republicans? It's a presidential election year. Uh, So are we driving the message home through the American Farm Bureau Federation, uh, through the National Farmers Union, the important element that is slipping away from us and we don't even see it is that we are not the same country when it comes to produce. We were the breadbasket of the world. And now, if we keep on the trends that we are by 2050, we'll be lucky to be able to feed our, ourselves, frankly. And I look at some of the uh, little the idiosyncrasies, the nuance in the Farm Bill that has been presented. For example, a crop insurance program uh, to improve the micro farm. Uh, that's part of what's being discussed Uh, There are some of the micro-farm policies that have been put into place over previous farm bills that protect the small farmer, protect revenue, and some of the value-added products. Uh, No matter the size of your farm, though, you've got to have risk management. And most farmers don't have it because they don't have the money. They need every cent that comes in from the milk check or from selling the produce to pay the help uh, to take care of the land, and to take care of their own health, right? Uh, And frankly, somebody who's got a $50,000 operation, uh, do they have the same need for revenue risk management as somebody who's got a $5 million operation? You could argue that it's fair to treat all farmers the same, even if they're different, the size is different. Uh, 45% of all micro-farm policies uh, in risk management were... Uh, part of the program in uh, this last year or so, 90% of the policies are uh, certified to help the micro farm as well as the big, the mag farm. I call them factory farms. Uh, but some crop agencies are reluctant to sign producers who don't have a direct connection to the government. There it is. The government has made it difficult, especially for the small providers to get insurance. That's the bottom line. Is that going to be fixed in this farm bill? Well, it ought to be. And you should be talking to your congressman and your senator uh, to get them into the, get them in line, if you will, uh, for crop insurance purposes. Those are my thoughts on this important issue. I'm Doug Steffen. You're listening to the American Family Farmer. Find it at AmericanFamilyFarmerShow.com. This program was produced at Bob K. Sound and Recording. Please visit BobKSound.com. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means always BYOB. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.